0: Tortoise. Hello, I'm Claudia, and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, a hospital in London has told more than 130 patients that their eggs and embryos might have been damaged accidentally. What does this incident tell us about the UK's fertility services? That's after a short break.
2: $45 upfront for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at
0: mintmobile.com. Earlier this year, Guy's and St. Thomas's Hospital in London contacted 136 patients with urgent news.
1: A faulty liquid was apparently inadvertently used by medics at Guy's Hospital in London. And it means the eggs and embryos of 136 women may never now be viable. In
0: 2022, the hospital unknowingly used faulty solution to freeze patients' eggs and embryos, potentially destroying them. The US firm that provided the faulty freezing liquid informed clinics about the issue in March 2023. Joyce Harper is Professor of Reproductive Science at the Institute for Women's Health at the University College London. She hosts Why Didn't Anyone Tell Me This, a podcast about reproductive
1: education. As soon as the company realised there was a fault in it, it was reported, and the clinics knew then and there, just to obviously stop using it, that it was faulty. So then they had the option to, to, to tell the patients who could be affected that there may have been a problem. They could have done that then and there as soon as it was announced.
0: That's what happened at a second clinic in Sheffield that also used the faulty liquid. But Guy's Hospital only informed patients this February, a year after it found out. The hospital has since apologised for the delay and any distress caused. The manufacturing fault means that some of the women may have lost their chance to have their own biological children. Some of the patients at Guy's Hospital were undergoing fertility treatments because of cancer, and we know that some of them have since undergone
1: hysterectomies. Maybe the woman's going through some chemo or radiotherapy, which may cause her to be infertile because it destroys the eggs. So if she's going through that, and within that year, she would have gone through that treatment, there is no going back from that.
0: Other patients might have more options, but there are no guarantees.
1: They should have been offered a free cycle so that they could go through the treatment again. But with, with fertility, we know that for some Couples, especially if they're getting on in age, that each year is really significant.
0: In an interview with the Times, one patient described the situation as devastating. She said, The thought they have been sitting on this information for nearly a year is horrifying. Had I been told about the issue straight away, I could have done another round of egg freezing then and be in a much better position than I am now. The Human Fertilisation and Embryology Authority, the UK's fertility regulator, is now investigating the delay. And it's believed that some of the patients are now being represented by group action medical negligence lawyers. Professor Harper says that this type of incident is rare, but it's a reminder of how difficult this process can be and the emotional toll it can take on patients.
2: hello it's tomini from tortoise this podcast is sponsored by ey senior business leaders in the uk are keen to harness ai but there's a complex regulatory maze emerging globally the oecd a group of the world's richest countries which includes the uk has adopted a new set of principles to ensure that ai operates in a way that's safe fair and trustworthy the principles are wide-ranging but in essence calls for AI systems to be designed in a way that respects the rule of law and human rights and says there should be transparency around their use. By embracing the core principles of responsible innovation, UK business leaders can better explore sector-specific opportunities and emerging trends without compromising on citizens' trust. Find out more at ey.ai. According to the HFEA,
0: between 2019 and 2021, there was a 64% increase in egg freezing and fertility preservation cycles in the UK. Egg freezing is the fastest growing fertility treatment. Here's Professor Joyce Harper again.
1: There's definitely been an increase in those that are freezing their eggs and it's for both reasons. It's for those undergoing chemo and radiotherapy and those who aren't in the right place yet to have a child but who do want a child in the future or may want a child in the future. Those have both increased and they've increased because there's more awareness now. Women know that there's this egg freezing procedure that they can use.
0: But there's a question about how transparent clinics are about the costs, the risks and the realities of egg freezing. Stevie Martin is a comedian and writer who decided to freeze her eggs when she was in her mid-30s. She knew the process would be tough physically. I wasn't ready
3: for just how psychologically excavating the process was going to be. I was personally just constantly aware of the money as well. So there's this pressure of like, I've got to get these eggs because I can't do it again.
0: The HFEA estimates that on average, the process of egg freezing and thawing costs between seven to £8,000, is often carried out by private clinics, which can advertise for clients
3: it's still very difficult because there's this line between what feels like people trying to help people that need and want children and can't have them now or want them in the future and on the other side of the line a sort of icky feeling of are you taking advantage a little bit are you you're a salesperson you want me to spend nearly 10 grand at your clinic are you just going to tell me what What I want to hear.
0: Joyce Harper agrees that it can be a difficult world to navigate.
1: One of the big problems in the area of women's health, and including egg freezing, is that we are bombarded by misinformation through social media, websites, etc. And because women are getting so much misinformation, it's really, really confusing for them.
0: The increase in fertility options hasn't necessarily come with an equivalent increase in fertility education. And there's a general misunderstanding about egg freezing success rates.
1: It's not guaranteed of a success. Uh, fresh, what we call fresh IVF, those go through IVF. Under the age of 35, the success rates hovering just over 30% uh, for one cycle. It, egg freezing is probably about the same. So we've got the problem of success, We've got the the barrier about having to actually go through part of this treatment is, is very similar to fertility treatment. So you have to take fertility drugs. You have to have a minor surgical operation. You have to have visits to the clinic. And then obviously, as you said, the financial situation, it is very expensive. So it's not open to all by by any means. There's a risk that situations like the one at Guy's Hospital might just add
0: to the confusion. Professor Harper says there are still questions to answer.
1: HIVA are there to protect the patients. So it's really important to get to the bottom of this and do the best for those patients that have eggs and embryos stored.
0: Ultimately, Stevie is glad that she froze her eggs, but it was a tough process. She says the idea of finding out now that her eggs had been destroyed makes her feel sick.
3: It's emotionally devastating. And then some people I know didn't get any, and it's just crushing. It's just absolutely crushing. So if I found out tomorrow that my eggs have been compromised, and embryos as well, like I froze eggs, I didn't even do embryos. So I've gone through all of that and it's been compromised, I I would explode.
0: In a statement, Guy's and St Thomas's Hospital said, we are supporting those who may have been impacted, including through our counselling service, and would urge anyone with concerns to speak to us directly via the dedicated phone line we have set up. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Sensemaker. It was written and mixed by me, Claudia Williams. Before we go, there is a really exciting new tortoise series that I want to tell you about. It's called Who Trolled Amber, and it's an investigation by my colleague Alexi Mostris into what happened online around the trial of Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard. It tackles a simple question: was the digital campaign against Amber Heard organic or orchestrated? Here's a short trailer. What comes to mind when you think of Amber Heard? A liar? A survivor? A narcissist? The trial of Depp v. Heard was a global phenomenon, but I want to know, was it a fair fight? I'm Alexi Mostras, the host of Sweet Bobby and Hoaxed. In my new podcast, I'm investigating whether Amber Heard was the victim of an organised trolling campaign. Just search for Who Trolled Amber wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Tortoise. Hello, it's Tomini from Tortoise. This podcast is sponsored by EY. UK business leaders are quietly confident that better times are coming. More than half of those who responded to the recent EY CEO Outlook survey believe their profitability would increase in 2024. As businesses look to the future, transformation is clearly front and centre on the 2024 CEO agenda with the vast majority of leaders planning to maintain or accelerate their transformational change in 2024. With 76% of CEOs in agreement that AI will deliver transformative efficiency benefits to their organisation, how can AI be put to use to enhance innovation efforts? Find out how integrating AI into your business could minimise the negative impacts on the workforce, boost productivity and improve overall employee experience, by reading the full report at ey.com.